keep peace. Welcome, dear listeners, to what is yet another edition of Wag the Dog FM, your weekly podcast about public relations, communications, and anything in between. My name is Philip Bormans, and uh, this week I'll uh, be talking with Luis Ramos. Luis comes uh, or hails from Portugal, uh, lives in a Cologne area in Germany, and he's the head of communications of the Tyson Coop Elevator Company. And uh, he has a great story. He's in the middle of a huge transformation phase. Uh, within the organization and I just love his his the way he approaches this what he has to tell us uh, this will be an interview full of great ideas experiences from someone who has a huge amount of experience I mean before that he was uh, at Bombardier Transportation before that he was at Daimler Chrysler uh, etc so he comes with a huge experience but what I really liked as well is that, you know, he has these ideas, which I strongly uh, believe as well about, you know, internal versus external communications, the use of technology in change projects, uh, the involvement of employees in all stages of your communication project. And he'll uh, discuss tactics, strategies, challenges. So, again, a, a really interesting topic of a very experienced colleague of ours, uh, Luis Ramos, head of communications at Tyson Group uh, Elevator Company. So there we go. And I'll talk to you after the interview good lewis uh welcome on well it's already i don't know I've, I've lost count maybe four three or five the sixth edition maybe but that doesn't matter of uh, wag the dog fm uh, and welcome on the show thank you thank you for inviting me no problem i uh, we met at uh, davos at a conference and uh, with a with a coffee we were chatting about each other's uh, experiences and uh, i was really fascinated by the work that you're doing now in your current company uh, and it sounded very complex, so I, 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 <laughs> I really wanted to have a chat with you and explain what's, uh, what's going on uh, so that you can tell us, you know, the, the challenge that you're facing. Because it wasn't a simple story. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you're, you're working for the Tyson Group, group which is a huge group uh, organization uh, with headquarters in, in, in Germany, uh, German origin, I think. But then you're working for one part of the business which then again has different companies in there so i was really you know uh, wanting to hear about your story how as a corporate communicator you're handling this uh, with the changes happening so that will be the main part of our discussion so give me a bit of your uh, of your background and then maybe the situation that you're in now with uh, with the work that you do day in day out Okay, uh, thank you for 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 that, uh, Philip. Uh, well, let's let's start. Uh, let's start. Maybe explain a little bit this group, because actually we are crossing in this group uh, a kind of uh, uh, an identity problem uh, because we have such a variety of businesses. Uh, we this is a group that uh, has uh, employees around one hundred sixty thousand people, a very old uh, group with about two hundred years uh, of existence. And it covers businesses from escalators, elevators, up to submarines, steel. So it's a huge organization. And it's organized by companies. Uh, it's around five companies. Uh, one of them is the elevator company, which I have the pleasure to, to take care of the communications for. Uh, and uh, it's uh, a company with 50,000 employees spread around uh, 90 countries. And uh, that uh, is a combination of, of various uh, smaller companies that uh, ThyssenKrupp acquired uh, along, along the years. Uh, and it's actually, uh, if ThyssenKrupp, the overall organization, is a very old, 
in the elevator business, uh, in the urbanization market, is a very young company uh, because the organization uh, started uh, in 74, so around 40 years ago. Uh, so it's quite a relatively young company in the context of the elevator market. Uh, people uh, should know that the elevator appeared uh, around uh, the mid uh, the 19th century. And uh, some of the companies, uh, the key companies in the elevator market, it started there. Meaning uh, we have companies with 150 years old and uh, with comparison to ThyssenKrupp uh, in this, uh, in this uh, context, uh, uh, they are pretty much older than ThyssenKrupp. ThyssenKrupp actually is the kind of, uh, of a new kid on the block. Uh, it's uh, enter, has entered the market uh, to change the market and uh, catched up very fast with what the others have done in around 150 years. ThyssenKrupp uh, achieved in only 40 uh, and it's today one of the largest organizations in the, in the world uh, in the elevator market. But this has been a result of mergers and acquisitions, meaning we have a very complex structure and uh, we have today uh, to, to really put together and create a more homogeneous organization inside, inside, uh, inside uh, the group. Uh, if you want to do the next step. So we are exactly on that crossroad. I'm, I'm coming from, from a business that was also uh, very complex, uh, uh, that resulted uh, after you know many mergers and acquisition. And uh, I crossed the whole thing there. So I had a, I've, I bring a lot of experience coming from that, uh, from that, from that kind of process. I come from, from the rail business, uh, from Bombardier, uh, which was also uh, the result of acquisitions of companies like AEG, Anchel, ABB, uh, Brown Boveri. Uh, all of those have combined, and many others, uh, an Italian Tecnomasio, uh, the Bud in the US. So it was a combination of various companies that were then integrated in only one. So I bring a lot of experience. I crossed uh, uh, and I had a lot of pain during that process. Yeah. Too. And uh, I've coming uh, here and I face exactly the same type of approach. So we have a lot of a lot of small companies uh, that have now, but small companies, but at the same time with strong identity. Mm -hmm. uh, you would find a very you know strong identity in the U.S. Uh, we also in in Brazil, in Spain, and all of that is now being transformed and and being uh, you know uh, we want to to revert all this positive element of of a strong corporate identity into the Thyssen Group group. Yeah. So, this process is 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 very very delicate. Uh, it's uh, it's it's a long it's a long run. It's nothing that you can do from one day to the other. Uh, but it's but you need a lot of persistency. You need you know to never deviate from your route uh, uh, to to really achieve uh, uh, a, a more homogeneous uh, um, cultural uh, corporate culture. Now, Luis, I mean, what, what you've just depicted looks to me as uh, the mother of all uh, positionings and integrations that you can do, because you're talking about several companies within a group, which is, again, different divisions and organizations. 
We're talking about, you know, a, a, a big number of employees, uh, 90 companies. And what amazes me, and you'll have to talk a bit about that, is that you say that you've went through that, or at least, you know, have that experience from Bombardier and different integrations there. But you see similarities, and I'm very interested. What, what do you see as similarities? Well, the, the similar, similarities that, uh, that we find uh, in many of these situations is that, you know, some of the companies that you acquire, uh, you, 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 have, you have strong identities. You know, as they, they were smaller companies, uh, they were companies that were dedicated to specific markets. You, the people tend to, 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 have, to be very, you know, focused and, and, and understand that their world, you know, the world is what they have, mm -hmm. you know. They don't have a broader perspective of the world other than the company and the country in which they operate. Mm -hmm. And when you come and say, no, okay, now you are integrated in a much larger organization, you know, people don't really have the perception or the understanding of, of what this larger organization is, neither of what this larger, larger organization can, can bring in benefit of the business that they they manage. Mm -hmm. This is for me the, the 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 most critical aspect, and is very common to all the others. So you always have this first reaction, meaning, okay, I don't need nothing from you. You know, now you have acquired a business. Fine. What do you want? We're gonna deliver what you are asking for. But what do I, do I have to change my logo? Do I have to change my name? Do I have to change all of that? You know, why do I need that? People tend to have a, 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 in a first approach a negative reaction to it. Then after a certain period of time, when people experience different things, when people start to understand that, you know, business in China is like this and we can benefit and learn from what they do there, which is great, which we don't operate so well in this certain area here in the US, for example, uh, maybe we can change the process and adopt that. Oh, we are benefiting from it. And suddenly you start getting, you know, uh, acquainted and, and, and generate actually friends all around the world. Uh, because you you have all these working teams and you know this integration uh, workshops and all of, of and all of that, normally you tend to change a little bit your perception and and but you, it, this takes a lot of time. It's not something that you would Dave you would do from one day to the other. And one one of the things that really brings a, a very positive element into it is normally the global projects or the global products. When you launch something fantastic, this normally you get the, the people, you know, uh, a lot of attention. You get a lot of engagement because people understand that this was something that in the past they, they would not have been able to do. So, okay? so, yeah, so it comes down to, I think it's so fascinating, you know, with comparing this to my own experience and then, um, you know, interviews and, and having talk with people uh, like us. At the end of the day, we are working with people all across the globe in some cases like you do. And at the end of the day, it always comes down to what is the benefit? What's in it for me? And show me how I can become part of a bigger thing which wouldn't be possible before on my own. It's, it's, it's always one of those dimensions of all, all three of them which keep, you know, which are so basic into change communication and change management. It's incredible that, in fact, at the end of the day, 
those are the the the, the triggers, the the levers that we can use uh, because they're very human. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I think, uh, you know, people working in companies, uh, we tend to, to to treat internal communication and external communications in a different way. Uh, I think this is totally, a, it's, a, it's a complete mistake. I have, a, I have a different approach to it. Everything that I do internally, normally I do externally and vice versa. Uh, and uh, you can, you know, tone it or, or, you know, tone it differently, but, you know, the content of communications needs to be the same. And people react the same way as consumers react. What calls the attention of people today? And this is, for me, uh, extremely interesting. I read a study uh, in which I believe uh, strongly that says that half of the attention of people today goes to the what is in there for me. Yeah. And the what is in there for me is innovation. What what inspires me? What intrigues me? Uh, you know, what can I benefit from? You know, the big thing, the fantastic, the rocket to the moon. Uh, this is what people like to to like to see and like to to read about because it's what what's what's uh, entertains them. You know, this is what, you know, or it's the direct benefit for me uh, because my city is going to get better or because, you know, I'm going to have a better car or because, you know, it's very fun or I'm going to have, a, I love this iPad, I love this thing uh, and this is excites me. Okay, so this is the benefit and half of the attention of people goes into these things. And then there are two other elements that are extremely relevant that people pay a lot of attention to. The first one is the Corporate responsibility, you know, is the way corporations treat people, is the way politicians treat people. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, it's the, it's the relationship between people, what's fair and what is not fair, uh, you know, the perceptions of people and, and also what people can, can, can influence. Um, because people today love to influence things. That's why that's, you know, that's the success of Facebook and, and, uh, and all this social media stuff is because finally people have a channel where they can give their opinion. Before, it was only one way. You know, you would read the papers, and if you were lucky, you would participate in one of these feedback comments somewhere. Yeah. But, you know, it was very occasional. And now today you have a channel at your hand where you can put out there everything that, that bothers you in the world or everything that excites you. So you have this part of the corporate responsibility, uh, which is which is extremely relevant. You know, hear people, respond to people's comments. Uh, you know, it's uh, the way uh, the way corporations uh, deal with things, the transparency, corporate managers that really appear, give the face, stay behind the, their decisions, you know, and, and, and speak transparently on what they do. This attracts people a lot. The other thing, the other, the third element is, you know, the society impact. Everybody is very concerned today on what's going to happen to the planet. This calls a lot of attention to people, and I'm putting the broader thing. Uh, but it's also what happens in the street, what happens to, you know, to the city, what happens, you know, uh, if you're going to have more police in the street, less police in the street, more hospitals, less hospitals. Everybody uh, pays a lot of attention to this type of matters uh, or, 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 you know, the, the, the energy consumption or the pollution 
all of these things is a, the, this third element that people pay a lot of attention to. So, but Luis, is are those the kind of things that you can now bring from a group perspective into your business? Because let's be honest, let's face it, people who work in an elevator business are maybe not so much in touch with the bigger scope of things that you were talking about. Or am I completely mistaken? Is that something no, that you're just okay. working on? No, you, 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 uh, I think you're wrong there. Uh, that's exactly uh, where we base all our communications is on these things because ultimately what we produce uh, is products and solutions and that will contribute to a different world, to a different organization. You know, urbanization today uh, is a, a massive thing. We are in a progress of... Uh, of, of having about 70% of the world population living in cities, uh, coming from what we have today, which is 50%. And so we will have in 2030, more or less 70% of people. If we have today uh, around uh, uh, 7 billion people in the world, we will have in 2030 around 9 billion and 70% of those will be living in cities, meaning today, every day, a city the size of Manhattan is being built around the world. That's this impressive, is, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is impressive level of construction that is happening. And the aim of this group, the, 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 the market, our playground, let's call it this way, mm -hmm. is, you know, create cities that are the best place to live mankind has ever created. And we are talking about mobility in cities is tremendous is a tremendous issue. You know, mobility inside inside buildings. You know that we, you have you have uh, uh, traffic jams in 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 office buildings. Yeah. So, you know, the the other day I, I read a study made by the Columbia University that says that if you sum up the 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 time that people spend waiting for elevators. People working in the, the city of Manhattan during one year, if you sum up all the time that all the people in Manhattan uh, spend waiting for elevators in one year, this value is over 30 years of waiting time. You see, this is a lot of waiting time. Yeah, that's that's impressive. So, but I understand that you're taking these these you know these global challenges and then incorporating them into your um, you know your storytelling for to to get to that that Absolutely. link with each and every employee in the business that understands that he's he or she is part of a bigger thing yeah Absolutely. So this is what 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 in our perspective brings you know the the uh, a, a, a broader and a common understanding for everyone working in this group uh, for their for their daily activities mm -hmm. for their contribution what are we doing here for well we are doing here is you know creating a better world mm -hmm. creating better cities creating better mobility in buildings more energy efficient buildings uh, because you know the elevator is the only equipment in a building that is capable of, of regenerating energy so it contributes for the self sustainability in in, uh, in in energetic terms of a building so, you know, all of this is part of our, you know, our context mm -hmm. and people need, you know, people understanding this, they will get out of their, their local realities 
and will have a bigger perspective, a broader perspective, and they will understand that working in an isolated company, you know, in an isolated way, they will never be able to work and and contribute to this big thing. Mm -hmm. what, what, are, what, what are some of the uh, what are some of the tactics that you're using? So now we you know we have we understood that you have the the overall scope of the storyline, but what are some of the very practical tactics that you use in in comms? Uh, to to bring a very diverse organization together under a, a certain umbrella. What, what are some of the things that you see working or maybe not working? Could be. Uh, look, what, one of the things that uh, that I see working is uh, is a proper IT system. Yeah. <laughs> when, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is uh, normally you know uh, it's today uh, the veins of of a body, you know, a corporate body. Uh, the IT system uh, works as the kind of a vein of uh, of, uh, of 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 a corporate body. People need to communicate with it, with each other in a very easy and fluent way. Uh, so uh, you you need to have channels for people to dialogue internally you know it's not only by traveling uh, that you will be able to achieve this you know to to put people together you need to find ways to put people together uh, in, in 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 virtual in in virtual ter terms mm -hmm. Uh, because otherwise it will be impossible. We have 50,000 people, you know, if everybody will be traveling around from one, one place to the other, we will be bankrupt in, in, in very short yeah, yeah. time. So <laughs> we, need, we need to have proper communication channels and this needs to work through IT. So uh, being, you know, internal social media channels, external social media channels, uh, content management platforms where people, you know, people will find, you know, uh, information about these things that we are talking about. Uh, that's why we have also created uh, a digital magazine because we want people uh, and digital magazine that is accessible to everyone. Uh, so people can share what they do. Uh, can share with their family, with their friends, because feel, people feel very proud about it, you know, and uh, and they don't want to have a kind of a very commercial thing. They like to have, you know, proper news, normal news on things that they are working every day, and they like to share that. So a, a common uh, digital platform is definitely something that works extremely well here. Uh, so, but, sorry, is, is that something that you, you have implemented? Is that done already? Yeah. This one, one of the things that we have already implemented, uh, it's called urbanhub.com. Uh, it's uh, it's a storytelling uh, platform that tells uh, that that features articles on people shaping cities, basically. Mm -hmm. People normally, it's it's a it's a it's a digital magazine that is not a commercial Tyson Group thing. Uh, it's quite an independent thing, uh, but uh, but tells stories, of course, normally. With uh, of things that have happened with the intervention of decent group employees or managers or whatever, you know, you will find there a lot of things. Uh, the contribution of buildings and uh, for for the development of cities. I was the other day we featured a very fantastic story uh, on marathons, on city marathons. People normally don't don't, don't know uh, why marathons have been created. Uh, and actually, marathons have been created around the 70s when the U.S. cities were in such a bad situation uh, socially, in social terms, uh, that it was so difficult to be uh, in the streets and to repopulate the streets, you know, to bring people to the streets again. Uh, 
there was this phenomenon of the city marathons. Ah, okay. So it's a very, it's a very, so this is the type of stories that you will find in this digital magazine. Mm -hmm. Stories that will tend to explain why are cities important? Why is this? Why is the world evolving the way it is evolving? Why is why are cities today, you know, the drivers of the global economy, which which they are? Why is everybody moving into cities? You know, and what is the world doing? What are cities doing to to make themselves an attractive place for people? A place which is much more. Uh, in environmental terms, sustainable to live than exactly be spread around the countryside. Yeah. It's a very interesting image on that, which is uh, which is uh, you know impressive. If you would build the entire state of Texas uh, with the same density of Hong Kong, you would could you could put there the entire world population. Yeah, that's incredible. And those are the things that people understand when you put it in images, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So this is the kind of thing that we try to explain where the world is, the, the world of urbanization is going. That's why we have created this this digital platform. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and what what is another uh, thing? So uh, let's say we have a digital platform. You have just said that IT common IT systems to be able to communicate and collaborate together are are a basic given. In fact, to be able to build that. Uh, what else? Well, are you doing things? Um, I, you know, face to face. Is that still working? Face to face, town hall meetings, all these things that we all <laughs> have known in one day or the other of our uh, of our experience. But uh, absolutely, uh, you, you know, the, there is uh, again coming up to this to, to these uh, three areas of interest. You know, uh, give the face and have our management uh, close to the people. It's something really credible and it's something really engaging so yes we we run various uh, various forums uh, around the globe uh, throughout the year uh, they are around five six in total big forums mm-hmm. we go to the us you go to the key market so us you go to brazil we go to china uh, india uh, europe of course and we organize these big town hall meetings uh, which normally tend to have around uh, uh, depend on the region but around 400 people uh, 500 people so we try to reach uh, as much as possible and then we try to communicate also from there to the rest of the organization because we know that we just uh, capture you know and we 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 dialogue with with a very uh, uh, small percentage mm-hmm. of we're talking about 50,000 people. So we, if we reach uh, only 500 per, 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 per each of these forums, you know, there is a lot of people that we are not able to, to, to address. Mm-hmm. But yes, we stimulate a lot and we have programs for that to make sure that the leaders, the top leadership team goes into, you know, the manufacturing sites, goes to the branches, speak to the people directly, explains the whole things, you know, you know, to give to give the face and to give the support and to raise the attention on all the other communication materials that we have because it's it's the same uh, if you have a magazine like uh, if if you find a newspaper uh, full of things uh, that you don't know 
full of faces that you really don't have never seen. You don't pay too much attention to it, correct? But if you see, if you suddenly get a newspaper and you see the picture of somebody that have been with you in your office yesterday, you will read the article. Mm -hmm. So this uh, uh, this element, this element of this connection. Uh, between the face-to-face, uh, the see the people, the forums, the personal contact, and the, the 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 written information or the image can be the information can be only a photo that you would place it on this digital platform or or in any internal newsletter. You know this connection is very powerful. How are you reaching uh, people who are not working in an office behind the PC? Uh, because I can imagine that you have those people. I mean, you have technicians, you have people on the road helping clients. How is that working out? Have you found anything new to 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 work there with? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is this is a very very relevant very relevant for us because we have a very large uh, services uh, services team. Uh, we are talking about uh, let's say fifteen to twenty percent of our organization is out there. Mm-hmm. It's installing elevators, it's servicing elevators, so it's not exactly at the manufacturing site. Uh, and these people is not so easily reachable as the others. Uh, but they always have elements of contact which they, they use. One of the elements of contact is the car. Because normally this services team, they may not have a, an office because they are servicing elevators around the, around the, around the, the, the globe, but they have a service car to go there. So you have an element of contact, which is the service car. It's always uh, a very uh, good platform for communication uh, is what you can do in the car. Uh, but there is also, you know, the personal contacts with through this people with whom they contact when they go to the branches, when they go to the sites. When So we have people already, you know, that are distributing the information, that are explaining the information, that are communicating with these people that are working on a more remote basis. Uh, and of course, that all the platforms that we are providing, uh, that's why we don't use it so much on internet, uh, in, uh, internet basis, but more on, on the open web. Because we want to reach them and they are reachable because they all have, you know, cell phones and tablets and so on uh, because they need those 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 instruments for their work. And because some of them, they have them on personal basis. So people use this, this, uh, this, this equipment. And so we, we, we tend to use the, the you know, the, the personal contact through these people that are, you know, uh, that are working with 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 the services team, uh, they pay special attention into the communication, as well as we use these open platforms mm. that they can use. You see, that's one of, that's a trend that I'm seeing where you used to have the you know the employee information behind a firewall, and it was all very much internal, internal, internal. Um, I see now much more the the, the crossover. Where, as you said, you have a digital magazine, but it's 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 both a public magazine, but it's also news and information for your employees who are maybe not sitting behind a PC and checking the internet every five minutes. I don't think anyone does that, but anyway, you you catch the the idea, so that you have a crossover kind of media channel, uh, which which is open to the public, but also tells stories which your employees can find interesting without hiding them behind a firewall. I think that's an interesting given. Another thing, though, is I think, are you using podcasting? Because I, I strongly believe 
we do that we that, do. that you can reach people who are on the road they're sitting in their car they can easily listen to a very well edited and crafted podcast with only internal information as well we absolutely we we have uh, we have uh, uh, actually a radio channel a web radio channel called we radio wow that's great so really like a streaming radio channel yeah Exactly. We have uh, we have uh, various programs. Uh, we have a monthly program that we prepare, so you can hear uh, only parts of it. You can hear the full thing. Uh, and when we do uh, s- special events, for example, when we have launched uh, our our uh, robust elevator, we have made a special program on it. So it's on the on the radio. You can listen to it. You can listen to the technicians explaining the whole thing. You can listen. You can listen to the to the building developers explaining why this new technology, this new elevator technology, is fantastic. You can listen to the CEO of the organization explaining why we are investing in this new technology. Everything on radio base. So yes, again, uh, and thank you for that because I, I I forgot that element. I mentioned the car and I didn't mention what <laughs> how we are communicating with the car. Sorry for. Poor communication on my side. <laughs> but, but just just to be clear, uh, Luis, is so is that something I can listen to? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's on the open uh, on the on the open uh, open uh, uh, web again. Great. Well, I'll I'll put the links. So you mentioned the uh, the the uh, digital magazine, the urban thing, and the uh, the radio thing here as well. I think that's very innovative. I I you know it's it's really interesting that those things are coming back. Uh, because now it's all digital and we have our mobile phones and we can listen to streamed audio or to you know to podcast very easily in our car it all mixes up so it's a, it's i think it's a good uh, way to go forward with internal comms and bring it outside the organization so send us the links i'll put that on the website uh, when your uh, podcast goes live absolutely it's uh, it's the the we radio uh, it's uh, we slash uh, radio dot dot com, yeah. and you will get in in, uh, in in various languages, including Chinese. Yeah, I'll put that. I'll put that on the uh, podcast notes. That's really interesting. So you have so you have a magazine. So you have the, the you know the IT is playing a role here very clearly. Is there anything else or the face to face things that you do? Is what is what is still because I I have a feeling you know and when we spoke in Davos as well that it's you know it's very well structured and you're you're going ahead. What are what what would you say is your biggest challenge in this exercise? Which by definition is a long term thing. Uh, it's long term change, uh, long term branding as well internally and externally. But what is your biggest? What is your main challenge that you you've discovered? Uh, the main challenge is actually, uh, and and this again, it's repeating what what I experienced before. Uh, it's taking people out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's a tremendous challenge. People don't really react positively to change. You know, and when I talk about change, I'm not talking about changing the organization structure where they work on. It's change, you know, the way they uh, they think, mm-hmm. you know, the way they see the world. This is a tremendous challenge to make the to make them, you know, understand that the world is not only this small cocoon where they are. The world is much wider, you know, uh, and. Uh, the other challenge is, you know, there is a lot of negative uh, impression on, you know, uh, some some in some cases around the world. This is this is uh, this is happening, uh, but uh, you know, leaders have a poor reputation today. 
Mm-hmm. That's the problem. And this comes from, from you know, the political arena, let's say, in many, in many uh, countries around the world. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, you know, somehow, somehow it's transferred into business leaders. You know, there is this perception that business leaders, when they say something, they have second intentions. You know, they are not being, being really transparent. They want something else. You know, uh, so the way you organize your your you know your communications, the way you organize your 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 things, you need to have this in consideration because this is a bottleneck. Because you may be speaking to people that are not, they are you know shaking their head, saying uh, shaking their heads, saying yes, 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 with their heads, but actually in their heart they are not feeling that. You know, they have doubts. They yeah. think that you are telling just telling them you know, uh, a no fairy tale story. But I think that's a global thing. I've, I've I, I did an interview uh, on internal comms, and we we, we spoke in, in that context a lot about uh, disengagement. And I think uh, at least in Europe, I've seen a couple of uh, studies uh, flying around where uh, it's it's really frightening how employees have completely disengaged from the the bigger story they're part of. On the other hand, of course, we're going to a crisis. We've seen companies misbehave and politicians misbehave. So I understand that some people, you know, or, or, or a lot of people, uh, let's face it, uh, have lost trust. On the other hand, it that means that it's even much more important for leaders, business leaders, to walk the talk. And we've always told them when I say we. We communications people, we know how important that is, that when you say something, you have to do it as well, walk the talk. And, and even today, it's even more crucial, I think. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I, I'm, a, I'm a true believer of, 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 uh, of uh, full transparency, uh, when you have, and especially when you have bad news. You know, mm-hmm. people fear a lot to give bad news. And tend to hide things, and then the whole thing looks fake, and uh, and you don't achieve the results that you want because you 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 have not been fully transparent and uh, and you know tried to hide and this this reaction. I'm going to say this, but what I want to do is that, mm-hmm. and this doesn't work. Today it doesn't work. It worked in the past, you know. Uh, we, Many, you know, you, you, you know, we all know, we communicators, we all know about this, this fantastic stories of I've said this, I have created that impression. You know, sure. today it's so difficult. You know, people are so clever on getting the right information. So you can say whatever people know, basically, or have, you know, the, the, the sensation that it's not true what you are saying. Mm-hmm. They, they, yeah, people have become much more critical and uh, and 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 ask for for uh, transparent and correct information, as you said, even oh. when it's bad news. And just to be clear, both you and I, we think that's a good change, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's on simple things, you know. When you talk about, you know, of of, a, of having a more fair uh, attitude towards people, treat tra- treat people properly, you know, you cannot have go to the garage of the of the company, you know, the, uh, of the building where you are, and suddenly some somebody has special uh, places, others don't. You know, you cannot have this. Mm-hmm. 
this is not transparency. And I'm giving a very, you know, low-hanging fruit example. <laughs> there are many others. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you need, you know, to your brand today is a combination of all of this. This is what defines the brand. It's, uh, it's not only what you put on the corporate identity. That's not what defines the brand. What defines the brand is the attitude of everybody. Yeah, especially, it's, yeah, it's it's especially and and since you have a, a lot of people employees who are day to in day to day contact with clients, uh, that is even more important. I mean, it's easy for organizations who are a bit you know behind the curtains, but uh, but if you meet your clients face to face every single day with so many people, you have to have that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. we need we need to have our 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 employees uh, if we want to have uh, employees acting as spokespersons to the company, acting as salespeople to the company. You know, uh, because this ultimately will contribute a lot to 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 grow your business. Uh, you need to have them, you know, fully engaged and fully understanding, and you know, and embodying all the values that you have defined for your brand. Okay, to uh, to wrap up, uh, one last question. How do you take that into your uh, external communications? We focused, well, you, as you said, I mean, you're not really making a big difference. You're, uh, you know, you, you, you have this crossover model, which I completely like a lot, because I do think that since the advent of uh, the internet and social media, we don't really have these... Uh, these walls anymore and, and, and they make they do make companies much more transparent which is a very good thing but on, on the external comms side uh, how do you explain a, a change that drastic do people follow still I mean I'm just thinking about journalists who are like what is happening there so how, how do you position that how do you work on that yeah uh, definitely uh, and again uh, the, the vision of the company uh, and the aim is to work towards creating Cities that are the best place to live that mankind has ever created. I've said I've said this before, and uh, this is this is what guides us in the external communications too. And again, the external communications on a business like ours, uh, it's quite a broad thing uh, because this is not uh, mass consumer goods. It's not, but on the other hand, it's a typical business to consumer. You know, it's not a business to business. Because we have such a variety of, of, of customers, you know, people buying from us, it's, you know, simple, small buildings, they have elevators, you know. Uh, it's not only the, the top high rises of this world that have elevators, everybody has elevators. So basically, we have a very broad customer base and a customer base of people from various, you know, profiles. Uh, and we need to communicate to all of them. So basically, we have almost the same type of mass consumer goods uh, um, companies or, or business type uh, that it, than it looks like on the first on the first uh, on the first glance. Mm -hmm. And on that on that perception, without having the budget of advertisement, <laughs> because we don't have an advertisement budget as such, uh, so we need to definitely engage uh, people in various in various levels and we use various uh, variety of of, uh, of of channels to reach people uh, 
and from you know from PR where you where you use the typical you know I have something that interests the world and 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 I present this and you know uh, majority of, of of journalists get engaged and 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 feel interested in telling that story down to you know a specific uh, marketing. Uh, marketing activities uh, online basically meaning the, a proper customer relationship management channel mm-hmm. related with uh, the sales on the web when you go into the website you will you know get interested in something and there is there are mechanisms yeah. that take us you know to understand who you are and what you are looking for and presenting you the right solution to you. So you see, we go from very product specific, you know, sales lead uh, to, you know, a very broader uh, explanation on where, what we want to do, what we want to achieve and what is our contribution to create a better world. Yeah. And again, I, what you explain here from the, media relations side to the branding side down to the CRM online uh, targeting side. I mean, that, th- those are, again, different walls which are starting to crumble between the divisions, I hope at least, so that we can come to yeah. a really integrated approach to, uh, to what communication should be. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, Luis, muito obrigado. Thank you very much for this. Uh, I, I, you know, very interesting topic and I hope that we can stay in touch because... You are starting, or you you have started already, but you are on a on a long road uh, on this story. So um, I hope we can catch up again in a couple of months and see where you are and and how things are going. So thank you very much for being part of uh, Wag the Dog of this podcast. Thank you, thank you so much. So what do you think? Was this a great story or what? I think this is really a uh, huge project at uh, Tyson Group, which uh, Louis is is running. And I, I really do hope that we uh, can chat again in maybe six months or so and see what the evolution is. That would be really great. In the meantime, um, thank you so much for the feedback you're giving me on the podcast series. I have never had that much engagement in any of my blog posts, so I think that's a good sign that you're all listening and enjoying this. Uh, Again, if you have tips, tricks, you want to see people on the show, please leave me a message. Send an email uh, via the website at uh, wagthedog.fm or uh, onlineprtraining.com. Uh, You can also leave an audio message uh, from the website that could be included in the podcast if you have questions for the public. I mean, let's make this an interactive thing. Um, Apart from that, I'm really happy with how things are going. And uh, I have got some new shows lined up, did interviews, I'm editing right uh, right now. Uh, Really interesting topics again. So thanks for uh, sticking around. Um, I really like this project and it's going well. So until we meet again next week, do the right thing. Keep the peace.